episode 64 slam city guys it's from more mr mac here on this chill and breezy type of day in new york city december 1st you know which means we have 24 days until christmas could be a little cooler yeah 24 days until christmas i'm not not almost 29 what was it 30 maybe days until new year's or all that stuff which means that we're going to be into the new year which means that this month's going to be about presents and relaxing yeah spending a lot of money on gifts and also people are just like you know let's just get all our work done before the year's over because you know everybody has that little break they have at the end of the year where no one does nothing but stay home watch netflix movies or catch <laughs> up on your video games story mode games just for like a week or whatever and chill semesters will be over by then which mine will be in two weeks so i'm excited for that doing pretty well in my classes i just hope these projects will be the end result and i get good grades on it um but you know, just like we said before, this is a sports entertainment podcast, so we could just we could talk about sports, we talk about movies, we could talk about TV, we even talk about music. We had music guests on here before, but this week's special because you know I think all of us have been waiting, or most of us are fans, of whatever of Marvel. We've been waiting for this Infinity Wars trailer. Pretty much, if, if you're not a fan of Marvel, you probably shouldn't be. Here. And I think most of the views right here, which is at sixty million views. A half of them are probably people who just wa- like watching action movies, and a half of them are the Marvel fans or whatever. I'd say twenty five percent are people who just watch action movies, and it's still fine. Twenty five percent are people who are just curious to see what yeah. all the, and then fifty percent yeah. are hard of the world, yeah, MCU fans who have been waiting for this thing to drop for like ever. I mean, sixty million views, two million likes, and only three thirty three thousand dislikes, which is like. What DC fans? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like I think that's the DC company. Yeah, I don't, I don't even think those are DC fans. But two million likes? I don't think I've ever seen them before for a trailer I, like I that. I think I think that's the DC company and angry girlfriends whose boyfriends are talking too much about it, so they just went and disliked it out of spite. It's just insane though to see that this movie itself, the trailer itself, is 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 incredible. Like even watching it at first, you know, the beginning of. Uh, Iron Man. I don't know who he's holding. I think we all kind of know who it is, maybe based on the scene. Um, but then you know there was th- Nick Fury talking in the beginning when he had that idea, or whatever. All these people, and then all the scenes coming out. Then you know it goes straight into Doctor Strange and Marvel Down Junior and uh, Hulk and everybody there in New York City. So like the Hulk was for people. Let's 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 go through the trailer and figure out what we can figure out by watching. The Hulk ends up in Doctor Strange's house. Yeah, he falls through the ceiling. Probably through space. We, right. I think we he all probably got dropped it. off or something. Or he he was on the ship. Where the started spazzing out. You ship. mean you saw Thor, right? Right. Yeah. So you know, you kind of know what you kind of know. Thanos runs That's up a on ship. Him. Yeah, right. we all know that. Ship. Yeah. And then we see uh, Thor on the on the front of the Guardians. I think of uh, the Guardians ship. Yeah. Because at the end of the trailer, he says, "Who the hell are you guys?" Yeah, yeah. He's on the ship with the Guardians. He's all burnt up. He's all been. He's all been. Do you like the new eye look? Because he only has one eye. I don't think it's gonna stay. It's not gonna stay, but it does look like his father, I guess, sort of. I and think he's Loki like... was on a ship full of slaughtered ass Guardians. Yeah. And he hands over the Tesseract. Yeah. Because as you see, Thanos has two of the three stones that he needs. Yeah, and you see, and then you see like Spider Man with Spider Sense. Right. He finally, you know, he sees the thing coming, and that, even that gave me goosebumps just looking at that scene yeah. because it's like New York City and stuff. I that thing pops up. All the kids are looking. All the kids are looking at like what's going on and stuff. Bus. Like, and then, so, and then you know, then Iron Man, they're all there in front. 
you know, Logie does it, and then he comes out Thanos with his little voice. Even his voice is like crazy stuff, just talking yeah. the whole thing. I don't know. It's how like he ends Dustin. Up in Wakanda. It's it's not him. It's his um his sons, his uh, army, all his children. Because he has children, not just one children. Like in the Guardians with uh, Gamora, there's more children than he has. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how they end up there. Maybe they're interested in the technology that they have over there, and they, they're like they want to take it. Is it possible that there's a stone? That's what I'm Wakanda? thinking too. Maybe maybe there's a soul. Maybe the soul gem is there. The last Infinity Stone that we haven't seen yet. That a lot of people are still speculating where it is. Maybe it's in the Black Panther's, you know, Wakanda. Maybe in the movie, even Black Panther will figure out if the, the stone is there. And that's my only problem with this trailer. The fact that they blew it up before... The movie Black Panther came Black out. Before Black Panther came. But, 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 but we kind of knew that Black Panther will lead into Avengers, even with the movie and all that stuff. Yeah, but they didn't give... Like, I haven't seen... I, want, I wanted to... I would have been happier had I had seen Black Panther first. Before all this, yeah, because it would, you know, now it's like they kind of gave a little bit of it away, just a little bit, not a lot, but they know we now know that Thanos invades Wakanda. Well, it's at least his his sons and armies they invade Wakanda. That's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. he's invading Wakanda, so that tells us that there's probably a gym there. He stopped Thor's ship. Yeah, because the Tesseract was on it. Yeah, so he went and got the Tesseract. He got that stone. And Thor, had, Thor, I don't think Thor had no chance against him either. Like, he, he, remember, I mean, you guys saw the leak trailer in Comic Con. There was like a part where he was holding Thor's head and stuff, and like, you know, he was crushing him or whatever. So even Thor knows. He, I don't even think he has a chance against him, even with the stones. Well, no, nobody has a chance against. The thing is, Thanos itself, he's strong either way without the stones. Yeah. It just makes him invincible if he has all the stones. He's a titan. Yeah, basically he's a titan. I mean, you even looked at it like in the trailer. Well, well, Spider-Man was there and everything, but then, you know, he crushed Spider-Man and stuff on the ground. He punched out Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, like with nothing. With ungloved fist. Yeah, like nothing. And knocked him to the floor. Like, yeah. That's how strong suit. That's how strong he is. He's like, really strong. The only strong. person who's going to be able to throw hands with him is like Hulk or something. Is Hulk, and I don't know if that's going to be no, because Thor enough. is pretty strong on his own. But even he couldn't do anything. Now, here's the other thing. Now, you know Thanos starts this whole thing off because, uh, He's in love with death. Yeah. Does he hook up with Hela? I don't even know if she's in this movie. I don't think she is, though. I think she might be. Because Maybe. remember, Asgard got blown up. Yeah. He was on his way to Asgard. Oh, yeah, that's true, because yeah. Because that's where the stone was. Yeah. Hela's still out there, like, floating somewhere. Probably. She's the goddess of death. Yeah, she can't really die. So does he hook up with her and is, like, that kind of the motivation? Maybe that's why he beat the tar out of Thor. And flung him on the windshield of the Guardians of the Galaxy. So he wakes up in the Guardian ship. Yeah. Who the hell are you guys? Yeah. But my whole thing is, I think I think Thanos was on his way to Asgard to get the Tesseract. The Guardians he gets were, there. You think the Guardians are on their way too? I think the Guardians are tracking Thanos. Probably. I think they're tracking him. He's going to Asgard to get the Tesseract. Asgard blows up. They took the Tesseract with them, yeah. which is why Loki has it. I yeah. think Loki turns it over after seeing what happens. Because remember, he was walking past all those dead bodies? Yeah. I think those are the Asgardians that were on that big ship. And he's trying to, to save the whatever's left over to give I it to them. To, I think he's trying to save them, so he hands the thing over. He hands the Tesseract over to him. What happens because to Loki, though? Two stones. What happens to Loki, though? Loki gets away. Or he just... Like always. <laughs> he finds a way to get out of there. 
Oh yeah, he had the two stones, and then you see one scene where Vision had his stone getting ripped off yeah, by one of dope, what by Thanos' um, you know, minions. So that means that's gonna be the other stone he's gonna put in his glove. So that how many stones does that equal? Three. What does he have now? He has the purple one, which is the power stone, whatever. He got the. How did he get that? He got it from the Guardians. Uh, you know, remember the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie where they stoned it in the police, whatever. Maybe he just took it away from them or whatever. And Crow. Yeah. He went to Crow. Yeah, he got so that he- one. Then he got the blue one, which is you know that we see in the movie. The Tesseract. Yeah. Then he he's probably gonna get the one that Vision has, which is the Mind, Mind Stone. Man. Right. And then the what is it? The Soul Gem. That's the one he needs to get. Which I'm pretty sure is in. No, wait a minute. Where's the Ether? You mean the red one? Yes. What was that? I don't. I don't. I think um the guardian. I mean the doors. I think people may have it. I don't even sure. Maybe it takes I that one. To say, I want to say they took it to the collector. Probably. They did. No. Yeah. I remember at the oh end, yeah, they did. At the they, end they, of the movie, they yeah. took it and gave it to the collector. To yeah. But then the collector called Thanos, like right after. Yeah. And he, even the collector said, "One down, four to go." Yeah. So. He may have Thanos may show up with from what we know right now. He may show up with three the ether, the tesseract, and what was the other one? You said he has the power power stone, which is the purple one. They yep. gave that one to the collector too, but remember it blew up. Well, he I know so, but I think he he either in the trailer you see he took it though, like he has it in his glove already and the blue one. Um, the the one that he needs to get are the the time stone and the 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 soul gem, mm-hmm. which is still if it's on Wakanda and we know the time stones in Doctor Strange's uh, place where he kind of hidden yeah, it or whatever. Yeah, it's in that amulet. Yeah, but I think the the whole thing about this is that we, the, the thing about the trailer they didn't show a lot. I know that at the end they showed um the whole army against the army of Wakanda and Captain America and Hulk and Winter Soldier and you know. Everybody, um, Falcon and War Machine and Hulk mm-hmm. and Scarlet, you know, Black, Black Widow just came, yeah, and Wakanda, like all the black heroes decided to come, yeah, to and Captain America Wakanda too, and everything. Time. So, with, with no shield, he just has his things on his arm, I guess. But evacuate the city, <laughs> marshal your armies, <laughs> this man and get shield. this man a shield. <laughs> <laughs> Or making Donald's his voice. Dude, you know the shield is made of, you know, that yeah, Vibarian. Yeah, have. basically Vibranium. the same thing that he has. This costume, even too, it's yeah, the same so thing. How about you get a machine? Or you could just make one. Yeah, that's make what I mean. One. Like, how about you get? They a might machine? make one for all they care. Um, and then you know Donald's is saying, you know, destiny awaits and puts a smile. And then my face, and then he punches Iron Man, whatever. You're not supposed to. Normally, fun doesn't balance out. Normally, fun doesn't. Uh, have anything to do with balancing out the universe but yeah. I must admit this does put a smile on my yeah. face yeah because all these then he has all these powers and I'm telling you like the way I see this is gonna happen is that they didn't show a lot but we kinda know Marvel fans how it's gonna be I think the podcast show a lot probably in the, during the Super Bowl for sure they're gonna show more commercials probably oh, totally. of the movie be another yeah another trailer probably another commercial of Black Panther or whatever leading up to it but I'm telling you, when when the Super Bowl hits, I'm being like, I'm gonna just say after the Super Bowl's over, we basically have three months left until the movie comes out, and then how the hype. How many gems are on Earth? <sighs> I think two. Maybe. Vision has one. One, no three. There are three. Strange has one of them. Strange has another the Time one. Stone. He's got the Time Stone. Vision has the Mind Stone, and we believe the Soul Gem is it's in Wakanda. Wakanda. Yeah. So that's three. Yeah. And there are how many altogether? Five. 
five or six. I need to check this because I I gotta make sure because um we we haven't seen the redstone a lot. Which is like yeah, the ether stone. We haven't seen that at all. We know where he gave him. We we know where he put that. Yeah. But the collector had two stones. Yeah. The collector had the ether and he had um the power stone. Yeah. And the one thing I, I well let me see we we have here it's a question mark of the soul gym, but um yeah it says here space stone you know tesseract whatever he has it the mind stone you may know it's a vision the dark the ether stone which is the reality stone that was you know the collector's museum but he probably took that. that the power stone we saw in guardians of the galaxy they also gave it the collector, yeah but it blew up yeah the time stone dr strange has it still in the library whatever in earth mm -hmm. then the soul stone so so basically there's six of them and and probably during the six movie stones. yeah probably the movie's gonna be collecting most of them and then so we believe he's showing up to earth with at least two two yeah and right? but he probably knows that the other stones are on earth Somebody. Well, no, no, that's why he's showing up. Yeah. But I think he shows up with two already. I think he shows up with the ether. I think he... No, 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 three. He's going to have half because he, Loki's going to turn over the Tesseract. Yeah. So he's going to show up with the ether, the Tesseract, and the Power Stone. Yeah, those from three. From Guardians, Thor, and Thor. Yeah. At Guardians, Thor, and Avengers, basically. Yeah. So he's showing up with those three. He's here for the next three, which would be Doctor Strange's Time Stone. I mean, uh, yeah, Doctor Strange's Time Zone. Yeah. Time Stone, yeah. Uh, Vision's Mind Stone, yeah, which was in our uh, Loki staff, yeah, and the Soul Gem, which we believe to be in Wakanda, probably, yeah. What are the powers of the Soul Gem? Uh, I think something about bringing the person back to life, their soul, or something like that. If they're dead, let me just see right now, because we know what the Time Stone is. I mean, we've seen it in Doctor Strange. It was um. No, we know the Time Stone. Yeah, the the the. Let me see. Let me resume to believe Black Panther will reveal. Well, Black Panther probably will reveal the Soul Gem. There's a lot of people have been looking at right now. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of. I think we all know that's gonna happen because I mean, let's face it. That's the only place we probably everybody would know where it is. Oh, the Soul Gem first appears in the Power of Warlock, but they're not gonna show Adam Warlock in this movie. They already said they weren't gonna show him. So he's probably gonna be in Guardians of the Third One. Warlock is like this powerful person that they built or something that they're trying to go after the Guardians. Alright, the Soul Gem allows the user to steal, control, manipulate, and after living and dead souls. Living it, and dead souls? Yeah. At full potential, Soul Gem grants the user control over all life in the universe. Sheesh. All life in the universe. So when you have all... You know, basically, we have all six in his glove. He can do whatever he wants. He can control the universe with all that power. The thing I don't understand about the Space Stone, though, is this. We saw it in Captain America, the Space Stone, in, in the first one. Mm -hmm. The Red Skull had it. Mm -hmm. What happened to him? He got sucked up in the Tesseract. That, was that the Tesseract? That was the Tesseract. That was the Space Stone. That's the Tesseract. In 1940, whatever, they were in World and then, War. And then they found it again. And, but so then he I'm like, may show up. But where is he, though? That's he like, may show up. He may be with Thanos right now. Maybe. I mean, he has to be somewhere. He can't just disappear like that. We never see him again. Like, he's, he's important, too, because he is Captain America's villain and so, uh, enemy and everything. He kind of has the same strength as him, too. But mm -hmm. I'm like, it's interesting. Like, uh, maybe he does show up. I'm just saying, there's going to be a lot of characters in this movie. And all I know is this. It's probably going to break a lot of records. 
It's already breaking a lot of records uh, as of uh, being the most viewed trailer of all time in 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, it's already at 60 million on the Marvel channel with 2 million likes and still growing, which is incredible. But the one thing I can say is that don't get your hopes up. You're saying, oh, they're all going to live somehow. No, no. This, this, this might be the movie where they all die. And, and the reason why I say this is because Donald's is just too much for them. They're facing a person that they can't really beat. Is this a fight you just can't win at all? That's something you have to escape, probably. Like, I mean, I bet you, like, in other, was it, shows like Dragon Ball Z, whatever, when they face Broly, they're like, oh, he's too powerful, and this and that. It's a fight you just can't win because he's too strong and all that, and they find a way, whatever, mm-hmm. sort of, but he just got hurt. But it's just like in other anime shows, you face a guy that's this strong or whatever, or even in movies in general, action movies, cartoon movies, a guy like this, this is this is the first time you see a villain in Marvel, especially one of the, the biggest villains in Marvel, besides Galactus and the other ones, that really, he, he can do whatever he wants, and he's going to Earth to, to get all these stones. Mm-hmm. And I kept selling, telling this to everybody, one person I feel bad, and all this is Spider-Man, because he's just a kid, and you're putting him right into the fire, and this is this is too much for him to handle. Yeah, this is like like an NBA, like you know, like when you you put a rookie into the fire against LeBron or something like that, or Golden State, and you would think it's gonna happen. You're gonna get blown out, or you're gonna get destroyed, or you're gonna get exposed, and all that. Like you don't want that to happen. Lavar Ball put up a pretty good fight against Golden State. They, I mean, he did. I mean, I mean, Lonzo Ball was really good. You know, he he was uh, he played well in that in that game. We're talking about NBA too. We're just closing up this little segment of the Avengers stuff. But really, like I said, like Spider Man, I feel bad for because I mean, even saw in the trailer, he got smashed by yeah. Donalds. He might be the one who who uh, uh, Iron Man is holding in, in the beginning of the trailer. Very possible. He might be dead. Very possible. That's what I'm saying. I think a lot of people are gonna die this movie. And they're all going to be brought back by the time stone, dark or strange, whatever. Maybe to prevent it to happen. Maybe to alert them beforehand and somehow stop it. Because I know Doctor's going to be king in this movie. Like, he, 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 he's all about the mystical part of the, the, the world. Not, like, the cosmic and all yeah, that stuff. He knows that Thanos is coming. Yeah, he probably knew beforehand. Oh, yeah. Remember he said he monitors the whole universe. All threats on Earth. Yeah, all threats so on Earth. And the universe. Thor and, and yeah. um, Odin showed up, he instantly, okay, what are you doing here? Why are you here? What do you want? Yeah. If I get you Odin, when you leave? No problem. Here's... <laughs> get beer and all that, yeah. Have some beer. Because <laughs> you're filling it. Okay, beer. this is where Odin is. Okay, you guys gotta go. Yeah, like, go. All right, goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like he knows, he knows everything. He's the one who controls all the mystical part of the universe and he's good at it as well. He's been trained for it for like, you know, how many years, whatever, in the movie and then stuff like that. But... And then there's like we saw on Comic Con because the guys we're probably gonna show later on maybe another trailer where you see the cosmic power and the mystical working together kind of like Strange's thing and the Guardians thing working together jumping in because you know Guardians are more cosmic power and Strange is more mystic so it'd be a lot of stuff working together I mean that's that's what that's just what it is that's just what it is it's just so much stuff happening we know that Donald's is the biggest villain probably Marvel history now. This movie might go down as probably the biggest movie in blockbuster history, maybe even in Hollywood history. Just the whole magnitude of it. Uh, and and what's killing me is how this one trailer <coughs> is already better than Justice League. Than Justice League. <laughs> By far, twenty eight million views in one month. For this one has sixty million in one day, basically That's in two disgusting. days. Disgusting. 
But Justice League wasn't that good. I saw no, it. Yeah, it is what it is. It they, was okay. But they did it to themselves. They kind of did. They Trying to lump all that stuff into yeah, one thing. Yeah, it's just no too much. No character development. And you had three other stories that would have been kick-ass, in my opinion. You had a chance to do it, though, I think, when The Dark Knight came out. When Batman Begins started. When, yeah, when you, you had you a chance to... invested in an Aquaman movie. Yeah, you, you had a chance to do... A, they did a Wonder Woman movie. You could have invested in a Flash movie. You a had a chance during movie. that stretch to do yeah. it. To, to put Christian Bale part of the Justice League, too, while you're making all those movies. And then maybe could have done Justice League. It would have been fine. And the thing is, they had it in 2005 with Batman Begins. That could have been the start of the whole DC. Yeah. Let's, let's do it from there. And would kick ass. Yeah. Like, that would have been their, their captain. That would have been their um, Iron Man. Yeah, them. that's the first thing. And Iron Man came out in 2008. So, just mm-hmm. think about that. They, they, they could have done it beforehand, it. everybody. And they, they could have been. But Wonder Woman was great. Then now they made him relevant, kind of. But they're still mediocre right now. They're not Marvel at all. They still have a long way to go. They might never be Marvel. But they not, gotta not be the something. Way they're developing this story. Yeah, they, they've they've already jumped the gun. Marvel has been ten years into the making to this moment, and and now we're gonna find out if it lives up to it. And I, I hope it does. How many how many parts are there to Infinity War? Well, this is just Infinity War, and then make another Avengers movie next year. So, I mean, the other year to, to 2019. So what I'm thinking is that the way it ends, and this is my theory, but it's probably how it's going to end. They're all going to die. And then some time stone thing, bring everybody back, and then it goes to the second part of the movie, whatever, the second, the next movie. Mm-hmm. And then they somehow beat him, maybe that time. I just think that they're going to... There are two Infinity War movies, right? Well, Infinity actually, they, they, well, they say that this is just Infinity War just just by itself. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming the movie's going to be like three hours long. They say it's going to be two hours and a half plus, which I'm not surprised because there's a lot of stuff happening in this movie. I think movie. there are two parts to Infinity I think there is, but they said it's going to be one Infinity War and then the other one's going to be something else. We don't know what it is yet, but probably the, the fourth one's going to be with Donald's final, like, completing the whole thing and trying to stop him. Fourth one? Yeah. You think there's going to be four? There's four Avengers movies. There's going to be this one and then the another one 2019. Wow, this is going to be painful. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I think for me it's going to be is that in the first one they're going to get their butts kicked. They, they're gonna get smacked we've all seen that and then they're probably gonna die most of them maybe all of them and then they all come back for the time stone and you know they try to beat him this time somehow I don't know how they're gonna do it yeah. I mean that's just the way it is it's still gonna be the darkest Marvel movie most likely you know, uh, of you the know whole who's time. having a real dark time right now who Eli Manning being <laughs> put on the bench yeah cause you know do we really even have to discuss this man like I, if, in my opinion that was like a real Jack, it's just another example of why McAdoo has to go. There's just a lot of reasons why the Giants are where the Giants are right now. And it all starts with Jerry Reese, and I'm going to tell you why. After they won the Super Bowl in 2011, everything was all peaceful. Giant fans are all happy. Oh, they had the second Super Bowl in, you know, five years, you know, after they won in 2007, four years, whatever. And they beat the same team again, twice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, everything's wonderful. And they go into that year, like, oh, you know. Maybe they're just getting to the playoffs again and do some magical run again. That year was a struggle because not only that, their offensive line stinked. Eli Manning had a bad year, mm-hmm. and um, their defense wasn't that good. And right. the reason why I say it is because in 2011, these are his stats in 2011. He had well, he played all the games. He had 61% completion. Well, actually, 2012, after, after the Super Bowl, he had 59% completion. At about like was it twenty six touchdowns? Yeah, twenty six touchdowns. Had about let me see here fifteen interceptions. You know he had a good year. Blah blah blah. Twenty twelve, but he took a lot of hits too. And I'm saying that is that let's see, sacks. He had in twenty twelve about nineteen sacks, which is a lot. Still a lot, a lot of sacks for anybody to take. Mm. Then in twenty thirteen. 
He had... You gotta hear that. This is an alarming number in 2013, which started the end of possibly Eli Manning in people's eyes because a lot of Fox Sports people and, and other people who hate on Eli Manning like to bring up these stats about he's washed and this and that for the last four years when you gotta see that he has 39 sacks in 2013, which is a lot for a quarterback Damn. to take. Out of 16 games, yeah, he sacked 39 nine times. times. And you know why? Because the Lions stinked. And I've been saying that since 2012 that this line is horrible. And they, they haven't fixed that at all. Thinking that Eli is like Tom Brady that can just make things work and magical things can happen. And they suddenly go on this little run. But see, that's my biggest problem. No one's Tom Brady, okay? Not the system mention, is not that. The, the, not to mention, Tom Brady has never dealt with this bad of an offensive line. And he had, he had third-string linemen, but the thing is, Belichick is smart enough to know you got to throw the ball in less than two seconds. You got to do this and that. You got to play differently. something. There's always a running game. There's yeah. Always, like, Tom Brady always has other options. And a system. throwing the football. And he has and a system. Protected. And he has and Gronkowski. He has Gronkowski. He has Elliman. He has, exactly. These guys are good for him. Elliman is like a top five receiver because of Brady and the system. I'm so sick of hearing about the decline of Eli Manning and no one pays attention to all the things that he does not have going for him. Yeah, and the coming in 2014, 28. Then in 2015, 27. Yeah, and then look at 2016, 21. And look at 2017, 26. He's being sacked twice as much as he's playing, like 10 times over the amount of games they have. And then you wonder why, hmm, why is he regressed or in people's eyes? Because, well, he, he's not really been a mobile quarterback. He's been statue type of person where he's in the pocket. Mm-hmm. And you wonder why he throws the ball to so many people and gets interceptions. Well, because he has no line. He has to do it in, in the in time. Yeah. The, the receivers aren't where they're supposed to be by the time he needs to throw the ball because he hasn't been allowed the time. Yeah. You you want you want a plain old fashioned like how we how we squash this whole argument? Who was the hottest quarterback last year? Tom Brady. Mm-mm. Well, Tom Brady. Outside of Tom Brady. Oh, Matt Ryan. Nah. Oh. Dak Prescott. Oh yeah, Prescott. Yeah. Who, who, got, who got mad noise as a QB last year? Dak Prescott. Because he had a line. Right? Look at him now. He's trash. No line. Well, they won yesterday, but still. Yeah, but they, they, I mean, that yeah. was the Washington Yeah, race. I think they no nailed line, the season already. No line, no running back, no no Ezekiel Elliott, and mm-hmm. no offensive line. And you kind of saw it in the Falcons game when he got blown up by 20 points because they had the, the right side was getting Dude, open. He was, that's he was my disaster. entire point. And now look at him. Now look at him. He's shook. Well, he just he hasn't he hasn't seen a lot of these schemes because he's always been let's Behind run the this. let's run the ball let's run the line let's do these little quick passes let's get a touchdown he's here. Game managing and he's, he's like right now he he has to be like in the, almost like Russell Wilson came into the league. He has to be like oh you have to have a good defense you have to run the ball this and that. He's not ready for that whole I'm gonna re I'm gonna throw this and that. He's but, only in his second year but so no screw <laughs> the year he came in with a cherry position. He came in with a fan, one of the best offensive lines in the, in the league. And then that was also now 20 Rumble's end of the year, too. And look at him. Now, look what happens is, now, if he's this amazing <coughs> prospect, look what happens to him when he has no offensive line. He's exposed. Look what happens to anyone when they have no, no offensive, offensive line. line. Unless you're Russell Wilson, who's running for his life and starting to make everything constantly, constantly yeah. Constantly running from, from And yet he's life. making plays, and he should be an MVP candidate too, in my opinion, so, because he has so nothing on his team. Are we really talking that Eli Manning is in decline, or is he a product of his environment? Like, I don't like the talk that oh, Eli's going down, he sucks. I'm like, what? Name me a quarterback who can win with that happening. 
there, I don't, I don't think there's any quarterback in the history exactly of the game that can like, win with that that lineup. Is the best quarterback I've ever seen in my life, and if he had to deal with what the Giants put him through, getting sacked 29 times in the space of 16 games, dude, dude, n- no quarterback can live through that and be successful and take you back to a Super Bowl. It just doesn't happen. But Rogers also has exposed the Packers organization and the head coach because. Packers look trash. I know they they had a, a puncher's chance against the Steelers, and they, and they were right there. But other games besides that, they look horrible. And it just tells you the difference between Rodgers and Brady and the other quarterbacks. Rodgers makes the Packers go where they can go because of his talent, what he can do. About them than nothing. For, but that's for so many other reasons. Yeah. Like we're talking about the one of the we're talking about one of the I'm best quarterbacks, say, like the <laughs> best quarterback in the history of the NFL. The and best, to me, Aaron Rodgers. Talent yeah. or just talent? Just talent. No, not not, not the best winner. Not yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Not the greatest. Well, that's Brady. Tom Brady is yeah. the greatest. Yeah, he's the greatest. I think Aaron Rodgers is the best. He's like the Dan Marino, I guess you can say, just, of the NFL with the, the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, like he's just the best. Because Marino was talented, but he just didn't win a Super Bowl. He, he went never to Super had Bowl. the pieces around. Yeah, you always something missing. But he was really talented. Yeah, all this but stuff. I think I, I, I'll say it. I said it once. I'll say it again. I think if you put Aaron Rodgers. Oh yeah. Swap them out and put them on the Patriots. They're gonna run the table. Well, they're likely. Go, oh, you can same thing with Peyton Manning. You put Peyton Manning on the Belichick system. You think he went more than two Super Bowls? No, Probably. No, no, definitely. But I think Aaron Rodgers would like wouldn't lose a game. I think they go like three straight undefeated. <laughs> I don't know about that. It's stupid. hard to be undefeated no, no, no. in this league. But something <laughs> stupid. I think if Tom Brady did it once, right up until he got to the Super Bowl and lost to Eli. Mm-hmm. But I think if Tom Brady did it once under that system, I think you put. Uh, somebody as talented as Aaron Rodgers in that same setup. Well, I Brady has a great defense, like too. He's always had a great defense ever since he's, he's been quarterback. He's everything. Well, his defense has Belichick always been consistent. It's always been consistent. Uh, give me Belichick one quarterback. Consistent. Give me one quarterback where their defense has been consistent for the, the at least 10 years. Belichick is consistent. Yeah. That, so everything he does is ben consistency across the, across the board. Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers, they had stretches where the defense was great. But after that, the defense just stinked, and he right. had to carry them. Eli Manning had stretches where the defense was good, great. but now they stink they were, a little bit, sing, and they went back up. The yeah. Brady, all his career, he's always had a good defense. Even when he came into the league, mm-hmm. that defense carried him. He even said it on record that that defense carried him to those Super Bowls. He made the plays, but if the defense wasn't there, he wouldn't even make those plays. And that defense shaped him into be who he is today, you know, because there's probably moments where he gave double. That defense just stepped into, it. and even they knew the defense that they had to do this to be in the game. So then he can make his little, you know, big play, whatever. Brady, he was never that guy until we see him right now, where he can carry a team. But that's what I'm saying. Like his defenses has always been consistent, at least in the top ten and maybe five in like turnover ratio and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, any other quarterback. Maybe Russell Wilson because the defense has been good, but then the Spurs really look bad now, and they're trying to get the Legion of Boom, but there's so many injuries now, so now he has to carry it. But everybody else, maybe have one or two years where the defense is good, and after that they suck, and then they have to carry them. And and look what happens. You can't carry it. You can't carry a team without an offensive line protecting your quarterback. You can't carry a team without defense either. But yeah. no, definitely. But you can try and outscore the other team, which is still difficult to do. Super difficult. But when you have a proper offensive line, like when you have a Dak Prescott level offensive line, or Cowboys Derek Carr, line, or Derek offensive Carr line, offensive, offensive line, dude, or Ben Roethlisberger, who actually has a pretty good offensive, offensive line, line too. Yeah, yeah, man, crazy. Like when you have those offensive, you can do whatever you can do. And then look at Eli. 
See, I don't think Eli is any worse or any better than those other quarterbacks we named. I think the only truly, truly elite quarterbacks in the league right now are Brady and Rodgers. I think everybody else after that second is like tier really real, but they but that's but that's really really good. Like Matt Ryan. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to crap all over second tier and say second tier. I want to say there's like elite, like there are the two gods, and then there are a gang of kings. And I think Matt Ryan, and I think uh, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, R- Roethlisberger, Derek Carr, Carr. Yeah. I think Eli falls in line with them. But I don't think it shows because everything else he has to work with sucks so bad. Yeah, he has no receivers. He has no running game. He has no, no line. line. How is he supposed to be successful? And the defense is mediocre at best. At 37 years old, how is he supposed to be successful? He, he's not going to be. That's why I don't like all the blame going on him. Well, that's because they're using him as a scapegoat when really, really we know that Matt McAdoo and Jerry Reese are probably going to be fired after the season's over. Which which they should be. Which for, they should for, be. For, they should have been fired before. Well, Jerry Reese should have been fired a long time ago. Yeah. Matt McAdoo should never have been head coach. I'm making this case, actually, yesterday. I was thinking about it. What, what happens if... Well, what would have happened, actually, if the Giants had picked Todd Bowles as their head coach instead of Ben McAdoo? You think they'll be in the situation right now knowing that Bowles is the type of guy who's a no-nonsense coach that will probably... You know, bench Beckham most likely for his talent. He's doing all this stupid stuff, and also have a good defense and probably Eli's success. You know, to be successful, saying you know we have an offensive line, we this and that. You think he'd be more of a better coach than Ben McAdoo would be right now? I, I, because I can't judge Bowles right now as a coach for the Jets, and I know the four and seven. But the thing is, he hasn't had a good quarterback, and he hasn't really. He actually has overachieved in so many ways that no one can possibly understand that he made Fitzpatrick like a, a god in here's, one year. Here's, here's and my... Josh Mac, I mean, Josh McClown looks like he's actually a good quarterback in this system. Here's my answer to that question. Do I think he would have been better than Ben McAdoo? I think it's hard to be worse. I think it's super hard to be worse than McAdoo. Mm. I think I, the demons would be great, though. I, I think I'll tell you that, that. That's a that's not an insult. Yeah. That's not an insult. To anybody but McAdoo. I think he's one of the worst coaches I've ever seen. Yeah. In terms of like just blaming everything on the Eli and no one else. Every, every, everything that he's done. Everything that he's done. Uh, it's just The way it's all camp come to this point, the way we're at this point, I think he's one of the worst coaches I've ever seen. And I think it's really hard to do worse than him. You bench Eli for Geno one short of the record for starting? For Geno Smith. For Geno Smith to do what exactly? I don't know. That's a good question. What are you going to do for, for what? We have five games left. So you bench a Hall of Famer, a guy who's basically the Derek Jeter of New York City right now because Derek Jeter retired, for a guy who was booed and disgusted by Jeff fans, went to the Giants, and now he's going to have the opportunity to start, knowing that he could probably get injured in that game too. And for, for a guy who's never quit on you. Never. Two Super Bowls. Play every single Super game. Super Bowl MVPs. Showed up to go to work every day, and you had the nerve to bench him. And not only that, he's second string quarterback in in the Sunday, which for is ridiculous. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Like for absolutely, I understand the season's over. How about you just let him take a snap and then bring him out? Or just let him play a half, and if it's bad, then put Geno Smith in the game, which whatever. Which should have been doing from the door because the season's over. We I mean, Walkway Frazier said that when he got disgusted by saying, "Oh, it's bad for Eli Manning." You I mean it's kind of dumb? You could just put Eli in for first half. He's doing horrendous, and take him out and put Geno Smith in. Like, what's the big deal? Here, Nothing is gonna happen. You don't have to disrespect him the way that McAdoo did. So I'm, I'm not. 
Phil Rivers backed up Eli Manning, and they were in the same draft class, and he said he hated it. And he plays every single game for the Chargers, mm-hmm. even when they're losing or they're bad, and he he's still plays there. every single game. He's out there. That's his team, and that's his team. And, and, and for some reason, they can't do that for Eli Manning because he has done nothing wrong. Morrow wouldn't have let that happen. No, he won't let that happen. He, he, I think, I honestly, in my heart, believe that had he had been there, he'd have been like, no. I think Coffin wouldn't let that happen Coughlin if he was there. I, Just I think let him play. ownership, yeah. ownership, I think had they been present, they'd have been like, no. No, the thing about the Giants, though, is we can't, we got to stop looking at them as a team that's like a standard in New York City because right now they're just like everybody else trying that, to do whatever it can to win. Them. They did that to themselves. We held them in a high regard before this because they had earned it. The, well, what, what, what made me look at them funny the first time was when they gave that kicker. Uh, oh, yeah. Jo- was Josh, Josh Brown. Josh Brown. When they gave him an extension and then said no to Eli. I mean, no to uh, Kaepernick. Yeah, and I thought that was stupid. Like Kaepernick over Kaepernick instead of you. You got Geno Smith instead of Kaepernick. Like seriously? Oh, you can't even just play David David Webb's whoever they're the one they drafted because he yeah. said he's not ready. But I'm like, they, then they got to play him. They said maybe during the season. Ready but I'm like, for what? The season's over. It's done. Ready for what? You got five games left. You got to face the Chiefs. You're I mean, not Chiefs, Oakland. You're mathematically eliminated. Nothing else matters. They're lucky they're not playing home this weekend. But they're playing home next weekend. I think a lot of people, those crowds, are going to be start wearing Eli jerseys and start chanting for Eli. I'm, I'm going to go buy one. I've never owned an Eli jersey. They're going to start chanting Eli in that whole game. I'm going to go get an Eli jersey. I'm going to get a Carmelo Anthony jersey. Which, the thing about Carmelo right now, and we should just while we get into the NBA right now, um, and I think we'll all agree though that in the NBA that Donalds is like LeBron or something <laughs> on the power or whatever, and the Warriors are like the heroes or something like that. And the other people, LeBron's been going nuts. <laughs> yeah, the Nets taking winning streak. Good. Yeah, good for him because I think the Knicks won that game. I don't think that streak will ever happen, but that's just me. Um, but Carmelo Anthony, the Thunder. So, you know, I saw some of the highlights of the game where they lost against the Magic. And then I saw a highlight on Twitter with one of their OKC analysis, NBA analysis, and he was just ripping them, saying, you know, the way they're playing, you could talk all this stuff, but if you don't do it on the field, you, know, you got to start having passion and all that stuff because mm-hmm. the team sucks right now. They're 8-12. and 12, And Russell Westbrook is doing whatever he can. And Parge is being efficient. And the one person that's really holding them back right now, and I hate to say this, is Carmelo Anthony. I have, I have two things to say about the Thunder in general. Number one, we talked all this same stuff when the Miami Heat first got together and they were terrible. Yeah. They had 15 games in, they were like 9-8 or something. They were, like they were awful. Or 17 they, games they in, terrible. yeah. For, for the talent that they had, they were awful. Yeah, but they and figured we, it out. They figured it out. Just like right now, LeBron figured it out and Cavs are somehow so winning. Letting, I'm letting, I'm not really focused on the Thunder like that. I think they have time to figure it out, but they really don't because Melo's only there for like one year. And they're 8-12 and 12 right now, and they're in the tough Western Conference. And right now, the Warriors are second seed. The Rockets are first. The Spurs are third without Kawhi Leonard, which is surprising is to nice. me. That means if Kawhi Leonard was there, they'd probably be higher, maybe first or something like yeah, that. that. Portland is fourth, which I, I didn't see that at Can't all. At all. Um, they're beasting. They're beasting. Yeah, no, Damian Leonard is actually playing pretty well. That's what surprised me about the whole Portland stuff right now because I'm like, man, you guys are doing well and in the tough Western Conference and the fourth seed. Mm-hmm. They have a chance to probably finish that fourth seed. I just wish he went to New York City because he would have way more publicity, way more exposure, and he also would have been an all-star for sure. I think, Carmel- was- I think Carmelo needs to fall into the system. I think he needs to get with it. And the other thing about the Thunder that people seem to be overlooking, nobody even talks about. 
Yo, their bench sucks. What no, the other trade pieces they have, Canner and McDermott, yeah, they're in the Knicks right now. Their bench sucks. Their bench is Awful. They have no one on the bench. The starters go out, and the game is over. You're relying on three people. You're relying on Westbrook, who's like in his prime. You know, George is in his prime, but you're relying on an old mellow who's like thirty something with bad knees and shoulders and this and that. And it also told you on on the court. You see him that he just basically can't defend. Like you, he's just like jogging. Listen, you know, whatever. I know people can't see him, but I'm like <laughs> moving I around. Think, and he I gets think, the ball, whatever. I think we traded him prematurely. I think we should have not not prematurely. I think we traded him in time. Yeah. But I think we could have traded him sooner. We could actually not sign him at all. About the well, uh, in twenty fourteen. I'm not going back that far. I'm saying if you got an asset like that, I think Phil Jackson's devaluing of him. I think we could have got back better than Cantor and and, and Doug. I think, but look, you look at it right now the West though. You look at Timberwolves are fourth seed, which I didn't see that coming. Actually, they're thirteen and nine tied with Portland right now for fifth. So maybe they stay there and they face each other in the first round. That'll be an interesting matchup. Um, but you got the Nuggets who are six right now. I didn't even see this coming. They're twelve and nine. Pelicans are eleventh and ten with that lineup that they have and Cousins and Davis. And the eighth seed right now is the Jazz and Thunder are behind them and they're eight and twelve. And then you have the Clippers, you got the Lakers, who are 8-13. and 13. So, Lakers are still in this. Mm-hmm. But just the thing about the Thunder is that I kind of saw this coming, but a lot of people were so generous, like you and other people were positive, like, oh, you know, you got three people here. They got to share the ball, play some Olympic-style basketball. But I'm, like, thinking in my head, I'm, like, you got to understand, though, that these are three isolation players in their whole career that have always been used to having the ball in their hands, mm-hmm. and they're not used to playing without the ball. That's why Durant went to the Warriors, because... He doesn't need a ball. He just need to do is catch and shoot. Do mm-hmm. that Warriors, and they put him right into it, and the Warriors are all great again because, you know, that's the system. That's how you are. But OKC, they have a coach right now who I think doesn't know how to figure out these pieces together, and that's affecting them. And I think he's really missing Cantor. And not only that, Steve Adams hasn't been playing well either. Wolverson is basically playing four on five because he can't play offense at all. I mean, this is like one game last year in the postseason where he was like one for like 12 or 13 or something like that. He's just awful. He's just really, really bad. He can't shoot. I don't know why he's in the league. Maybe he's in the league because of his defense, but offensively, he's just horrendous. And then you have Westbrook, who I guess you can say right now the only reason they're winning games is if he doesn't get a triple-double, they lose. Which is kind of weird because you have Paul George and Mel. You don't need a triple double and then win. As soon as he goes to the bench, as soon as those three go to the bench, it's over. Yeah, because even with Melo's second unit, they still get exposed because they have no bench. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like, what are you gonna do in Western Conference, especially when it's getting tougher and tougher? In a few weeks from now, you're gonna face the Knicks. Don't you think that if the Knicks are still rolling by that time, which yes, I think they, they will, been. if they're still rolling, that that game's gonna be interesting. That they maybe gotta boo Melo, or they gotta appreciate boy. him. I don't know I, what they gotta that's do. What I, that's what I'm waiting to see. Are they gonna boo him, or are they gotta appreciate him? I don't think so either. But if the Knicks are rolling and Thunder is still going down, I can see them booing so at them. Let's, I mean, they're gonna boo the Thunder team, but I think when Melo comes out, he's gonna get applause. Wait, Knicks right now eleven and ten. They're 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 basically tied with the Wizards for the eighth seed. We should get, we should be three games better. We should be. They didn't lose those games. We should not have lost to Atlanta. We should not have lost to the Cavs. And we were holding the um, we were holding the the, the Rockets. Real yeah. Good and then that third quarter. Oh, the Hawks. I shouldn't lose. I mean, that game they should have no, won. The Hawks. We definitely shouldn't have lost to. And the Cavs. We shouldn't have lost to. We should at least be two games better. I think it should be at least uh twelve and nine, twelve and eight, maybe around there. Thirteen and thirteen eight. and eight. Um, because they would have been like the fifth seed. I mean, the 76ers right now are twelve and nine, so 
this is a it's interesting to conference because everything is stacked up right now. I mean, the most losses right now is four losses. Pistons are six, Cavs are seven, the Raptors. Sixers are nine, and then the Pacers ten, Wizards ten, Knicks ten. So it's like it's really close everything. So the Knicks could go on a well winning streak. It could be fifteen and ten, whatever. And then, but they're gonna lose to go back down. So it's almost like they gotta keep right. winning. But I think it's a team that's gonna get into the playoffs. I think the Christmas matchup is gonna be interesting now. Yeah, because um, you're seeing now that Seventy Six are good. Knicks mm-hmm. are good. Christmas is gonna be interesting. Maybe this is a matchup we gotta see that maybe it'll be a preview of the playoffs if they ever meet in the playoffs together because that'll be a good rivalry, especially. Boston, Boston doesn't yeah, everything Joel Embiid, you got Porzingis. That could be a new new yeah. rivalry, whatever. Yep. And Ben Simmons and Tim Hardaway Jr. Like those guys, it could be an interesting rivalry. Um, but I can't wait to see that. Uh, especially for Christmas when you see Cavaliers and Warriors. Cavaliers keep rolling and gonna, Warriors keep rolling. I'm going to go buy me a tree and watch <laughs> the game. That's the plan. Cavaliers and Warriors on Christmas. That will be interesting to see, too. The Cavaliers keep rolling and the Warriors keep rolling. Uh, uh, Boston Celtics, still good. Irving's an MVP candidate. I don't want anybody to hear me telling you about your stats and this and that. I, it's not just about stats when you see. You got to look at the game and you look at where he no, is he, right he now. And the system. Brad Stevens, I'm telling you, he's a good coach. If there's any coach I would have right now coaching me in basketball, I think I'll have Brad Stevens or Greg Popovich because those guys know how to put everybody in. But, you know, that's just the way it is. But that's got to do this for today's show, guys. I know we talked a lot about the Avengers, but we had to because it's a special. Yeah. <laughs> we also talked about Eli, and we'll see what happens this weekend with the Giants. Maybe they win, maybe they lose. If they lose, and then he gets booed off, and we'll see. But I just hope he doesn't play in garbage time, Eli, because that will be disrespectful, too. I don't think they're going to fire him this week. They're going to fire him at the end of the season. There's only five games left, so he's going to get fired. Um, but then we talk about also the NBA. We'll be talking about more about throughout the month because we're going to lead into Christmas and the matchups, and we're going to do some predictions on that as well. So, you can follow me on Morning's 10. I'm over at Mr. Mech. You can follow the Samsung Facebook page and Twitter account at Samsung underscore 360. It's all the latest episodes on our SoundCloud account. See you next week.